Good afternoon to my dedicated listeners. I am David Green, welcoming you to another episode of Gospels, Inc.'s Digital Bites. As some of you might be aware, we've recently expanded our horizons and dipped our toes into the vast ocean of social media, establishing our presence across various platforms. I've been immersing myself quite a bit in Facebook, navigating through the digital realm, interacting with many of you, and understanding the dynamics of the space. During one of my recent scrolls, sandwiched between holiday snapshots, current events, and the occasional meme, uh, as best, uh, you know, a specific post it jumped out to me. It read, you are not reading this by accident. If God holds a significance in your life, type amen. Posts like these are not rare. Many urge readers to engage, suggesting that scrolling past without acknowledging with an amen might indicate a lack of faith. Some people even hint at a negative repercussions for ignoring uh, their post. It's intriguing and honestly a tad concerning. It propels me to question, in this digital age, characterized by incessant hunts for likes, shares, and comments, how should we, the followers of Christ, maneuver our faith? When do our posts transition from being heartfelt expressions of belief to mere bait for likes and comments? Today, let's dive deep and seek answers. So, one thing is, it's undeniable that social media has revolutionized the way we communicate, relate, and even express our faith. It has provided a platform where our voices can reach the furthest corners of the world, but with great reach really comes great responsibility. So consider this. When Apostle Paul wrote his letters to the Corinthians or the Ephesians, he did so with intention, with prayer, and with deep understanding for his audience. He wasn't seeking validation or counting the number of likes. He was motivated by a genuine desire to edify, correct, and encourage the early church. Now drawing parallels to this, when we share or post content about our faith on platforms like Facebook, what's our underlying motive? We need to ask ourselves this. Is it a you know genuine way to uplift someone, share a testimony, or offer encouragement? Or have we unintentionally, perhaps, fallen into a trap of seeking validation through digital affirmation? The scripture of Matthew 6.1 warns us, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. This isn't condemnation of public acts of faith, but rather a caution against doing so uh, solely for public recognition. Additionally, social media can sometimes create an illusion of spiritual depth. Just because someone posts daily scriptures or faith quotes doesn't necessarily mean they're living those truths out. Similarly, if someone isn't vocal about their faith online, it doesn't imply a lack of depth in their relationship with God. It's also worth noting that the algorithm of these platforms are designed to reward engagement. Posts that trigger reactions, comments, and shares get more visibility. While there's nothing inherently wrong in desiring engagement, it becomes problematic if our content's primary purpose is to fish for reactions rather than generally sharing the gospel's message. As believers in the digital age, let's strive for authenticity over popularity. Let's be driven by desire to share the transformative power of Christ's love rather than being swept up in the current of digital approval. So here is my top 10 list of what Christians should think about before posting on social media. First, we want to talk about the value of genuine faith. In Matthew 6, verses 1 through 4, Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. The essence here is clear. In a world where we often seek digital validation, our faith and relationship with God should not be equated to the number of amens or likes on a post. Our relationship with Him is personal, private, and shouldn't need public validation. Jesus encourages the value of the unseen and the genuine acts done without the need for applause. Next, we talk about the power and the pearl of influence. Uh, 
In the book of James, chapter 3, verse 1, we're reminded, Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. With social media platforms at our fingertips, each of us can become an influencer. But with this power to influence comes a profound responsibility, especially when discussing matters of faith. We must be careful, ensuring our message aligns with the gospel truth. Next, we talk about discernment in the digital age. First uh, John chapter 4, verse 1 offers us this wisdom. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. In the vast sea of social media, where everyone has a voice, we must exercise discernment. Not every post that mentions God or quotes a verse is sound or aligned with his teachings. We must think critically, always returning to the word of God as our touchstone. Then authentic community versus digital, digital echo chambers. Hebrews uh, chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, we are reminded of this. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together. While there's no doubt that social media can create a sense of community, it's crucial not to let it replace the irreplaceable, our face-to-face -face fellowship. Digital platforms can inadvertently trap us in an echo chamber where we only engage with like-minded voices. Let us cherish and prioritize real-world community for our spiritual growth, accountability, and support. In the pursuit of truth over trendiness. In Proverbs 12, 22, it says this, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord but those who act faithfully are his delight. In today's age of viral trends and challenges, it might be tempting to adjust or tweak messages to make them more shareable. However, as a Christian, should prioritize truth and integrity over what's trending. Before sharing that viral quote or Christian meme, ensure it aligns with biblical truths and isn't taken out of context. Number six, using social media as a platform for positivity. In Ephesians 4.29, it says this, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up. The anonymity of social media often encourages negative or harmful speech. As Christians, we should strive to make our digital footprints uplifting, sharing messages of hope, love, and encouragement. Number seven, respecting privacy and boundaries. First, first uh, Theologians uh, chapter four, verses 11 through 12 says this, aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs. Even if attentions are pure, it is essential to respect personal boundaries on social media. Avoid sharing sensitive prayer requests or testaments of others without explicit permission. Remember, not everything is meant to be public. Number eight, avoiding the pitfalls of comparison. Galatians chapter six, verses four through five says this, each one should test his own actions. Then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. Now, scrolling through picture-perfect moments can sometimes make one feel inadequate. Remember, social media often showcases highlight reels, not everyday struggles. Take content with a grain of salt and avoid comparing your spiritual journey to others. Number nine, taking periodic breaks for spiritual renewal. Mark uh, chapter 6, verse 31 says this, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. It is beneficial to occasionally disconnect from the constant buzz of social media. Use this time for personal reflection, prayer, or simply to recharge your mental, uh, mental and spiritual capabilities. And finally, number 10, Matthew 5.16 says this, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Your online presence should marry your offline character. 
as Christians, our posts, comments, and interactions should consistently reflect Christ's love and grace, serving as a beacon of hope in a digital landscape. So I conclude with this, right? I challenge each of you today to take a moment and reflect on your digital habits. Is what you portray online a mirror to your genuine faith? Remember, while social media can indeed be a powerful tool for evangelism and connection, it should be a complement, not a replacement, or a genuine personal relationship with God and your fellow believers. So I want to offer a closing prayer today before we sign off. Please bow your head and close your eyes with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of technology that bridges it builds across dif- uh, different distances. But please, but please grant us the wisdom and discernment as we navigate this digital age. Strengthen our genuine faith, both online and offline, and guide us away closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.